This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. I'm John, and I'm sitting here, as always, with Aaron. Aaron, how's it going, man? John, I'm doing awesome, man. I'm excited to be here. As always, I say that every episode. That's right, like, but it's always come true. Up, but I'm always excited. Always true. Always have good stuff to put out <laughs> and information to give these guys and gals. That's right. So That's right. I'm excited. Heck yeah, man. Well, I'm excited about today, too. We haven't really hit this topic in a while. We have hit it before, which I'm going to get into. But today, we're going to talk about three signs. I narrowed it down to three just to talk about today. I promise you there's more, but I want to narrow it down to three today. Three signs that you aren't actually trying to lose weight. Now, I'm going to put a little disclaimer here real quick. Like I said, there are more signs than just what we're going to talk about today. But also, life and fitness and pro wrestling and all that stuff isn't all about losing weight. So sometimes I just, when I say that, I don't like to create that weird diet culture um, that, yeah. that can be prevalent amongst people, um, not just wrestlers, but uh, a lot of times women or, or I mean men as well, like where it's like, oh, I gotta be, I gotta be lighter. You know, mm-hmm. lose weight is just a number on a scale, okay? But I wanted to make this topic today because most of the wrestlers that I work with, most that come to me, have a weight problem or a body dysmorphia issue or whatnot where, where they could stand to lose some fat, okay? Yeah. that That's just the truth of it. So that is the most relevant thing that I encounter with wrestlers, which is why that's what this episode is called. So losing weight means that, losing fat, that's just what I encounter. Lots of people have problems with it, and that's why I want to talk about that specifically today. So here we go. I hear it so much from people, new wrestlers, and seasoned wrestlers, they want to lose fat, they want to get in shape, I want to look like Seth Rollins, I want to look like Bianca Belair, I want to look like Brock friggin' Lesnar. But just as often, I find myself asking if someone's actions actually reflect that goal. Becoming a successful professional wrestler puts you in an elite class. And I really want to like harp on that real quick, because like we are, that's what I'm talking to, right? That's who me and Aaron are talking to every yep. week, is people that want to become professional wrestlers, professional athletes, right? That is an elite class. It's a it's a very small percentage of people that make that a living. So keep that in mind. Um, making enough money to sustain a family is very hard in pro wrestling, okay? It means you have to be serious and realistic with your goals in the gym and in the kitchen, okay? And I, I'm say, I say gym and kitchen. And always remember, because people get harped up on words, gym might be your garage. It might be your Planet Fitness. It might be your garage or your spare bedroom. Kitchen might be your actual kitchen. It may be your apartment. It may be your car as you drive down the road to make all these wrestling shows. So keep that in mind. It might be the the quick trip or the 7-Eleven or whatever you pull into after a show to eat at as well. So keep that in mind. All right? So if you want to be part of that upper echelon of pro wrestlers, you have to train like them. You can do this without starving yourself, okay? I promise. But it takes some work, and today I want to talk about three signs that you aren't actually trying as hard as you say you are to put in that work, all right? So before we get into it, please follow us on YouTube. All you got to do is type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You'll see our logo there. We got a handful of really cool videos to go along, some podcasts up there, some tips and tricks like the back bump, the front roll. Please go give us a follow on there. Give us a subscription. Click that bell. That lets you know when we ever post a new video. All right, so this is one of the biggest portions of my job. 
I work with pro wrestlers and plenty of just normal people as well on a daily basis who claim that they have tried everything to get in shape. And I have found that the quote unquote try everything usually means that they have actually stuck with nothing Mm -hmm. because they're too busy bouncing back and forth and trying all these different things. They're not actually being consistent. It's been a while since we've talked about nutrition and wrestling, all right? But we do have a couple episodes in the archives about staying healthy on the road and meal prep planning for the pro wrestler. I highly encourage you to go back and listen to those. We go into some details about, you know, meal planning for dummies, basically. How easy it can be to prepare some bulk amount of foods that you can just grab and go with you as you please. And also tips and tricks on what to do when you're on the road so you're not just eating the the greasy hot dogs that are spinning in the, in the window there, okay? Or the 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 whatever the chicken the chicken enchiladas that have been sitting there for probably three days in the heat lamp all right so that's what i'm talking about here i have some tips and tricks for you on what you can actually get at a gas station all right so today i'm going to give you a bit of a wake-up call all right i'm going to call you out just a little bit on the top three red flags that i see with pro wrestlers specifically who claim they are prepared to do the work inside the kitchen all right so we're going to jump right into it right now Number one on my list for today is you refuse to eat your vegetables. Simple as that, man. I mean, that's about as basic as it gets. A child could tell you that vegetables are good for you. They might not be eating them, but they will tell you, yeah, mom and dad tell me vegetables are good for me all the time. It's still true, guys. It's still true today. The research overwhelmingly concludes that vegetables are great for fat loss. And you don't need me to go into quotations about studies about vegetables, right? You've heard it your whole life. You're probably rolling your eyes and you're sick of hearing it. But, all right, you know, you knew that. Like I said, you already know about that, all right? But yet most adults, lots of pro wrestlers, man, lots of pro wrestlers are just too cool to eat vegetables. And, you know, the the general population's idea of eating vegetables is that slice of tomato and soggy sliver of lettuce on your burger, all right? That's that's not your salad, okay, guys? That's not your vegetables right there. You cannot have the palate of a child, all right? If you do, you're not ready to lose weight. You have to eat some vegetables or else your diet is going to lack volume. That's the problem. That's really the problem because if you're not eating vegetables, because you, you can eat a crap ton of vegetables and not hit a bunch of calories. I mean, that's it's as simple as that. If you need me to break it down for you like that, you can eat a big pile of vegetables And it equals the same as something that's way more dense in calories and whatnot. So if you're not eating them, you're not staying full. It's it's that simple. With the with the with the amount of work that you have to do as a pro wrestler, you're not going to stay full if you're not adding these like high fiber, low calorie, you know, things that are packed full of nutrients. Um, uh, Sustainable fat loss simply will not happen without eating your veggies. Yeah, for sure, man. Man, that that's that's kind of a. Little rude, like kind of wake up call. Yeah, right yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah. I know. I mean, I, yeah. I love it there though, because it's true. Because if you want to, I mean, if you think about all the other stuff that you're doing, you yeah. know, maybe you're, you're hitting the gym yes. and you're going to bed on time or whatever. Like you're making yes. those changes, but are you doing this this thing? Are you eating your vegetables? Because right. that really tells me if you're really trying. Are Are you actually trying? Because if you can do that, if you can commit to going to the gym for for an hour or hour and a half or two hours or whatever a night then you're telling me you can't commit to eating some broccoli? Yeah. Like, come on. And I'm, if you follow me on social media, I, I think this was less than two weeks ago, I made a post that said I hate salads. And I, I'm absolutely 
I believe in that. I don't really like salads. Yeah. I don't like lots of vegetables myself, but I found some that I do like. I know that I like roasted carrots. I know that I like steamed broccoli. I know that I like fresh cauliflower. And that alone, now I have three options that I can go to. And yes, I will just eat a crap ton of those. And that is what it is. But yeah. they're all low calorie. They're, they're all very dense in nutrients and mm. fiber. And they're really good for you. Like, yeah. I mean, simple as that. Find a way that works, that cooks it. You don't know how, look it up, man. There's ways to cook these things. Use your air fryer, you know, uh, roast them in the, in the oven, mm-hmm. fry them up in a pan with, with some, uh, low calorie oil, like the spray pan or whatnot. You, you know, yeah. you don't have to sit there and drown them in butter. You don't have don't. to nuke them in the microwave until they're just limp noodles. You're not going to like that. Of course you don't like the taste of that. So yeah. find ways to cook these things. I promise you can do it. Um, and I promise you there is something out there that you will enjoy. Yeah, definitely. And, man, if you have kids mm-hmm. and if, you know, you've tried to get them to eat vegetables yeah. before, it's difficult. And sometimes you'll put it on the plate yes. and they will not touch it. They sure. will cry about it, get yeah. the stinking carrots away from yes, my yes, mac yes. and cheese and stuff. For sure. So, but one of the things, my wife's a nutritionist, by the way. So we, yeah. you know, we got two boys and one of the ways, and it's still hard to get them to eat sure. a lot of vegetables, sure. but they eat a few more than they used to. Right. But... The thing was just consistently put it on the plate. So not that you're a child, but trust me, sometimes if yeah. you didn't like the stuff as, as a kid, but if you just put it on the plate, maybe eat a little bit. Right. And then, like John mentioned, not to have a palate of the child. Yeah, yeah, but your yeah. palate will change, especially uh, well, if you're cutting out the 100%. sugar and stuff yeah, with yeah. it. You'll start actually wanting those uh, foods a little bit more. I mean, I swear for the last, the last like six or seven Christmases in a row, my mother will say, I can't believe you eat onions now. And to me, and I'm like, mother, like, I'm, I'm 35 yeah. now. I've been eating onions for two decades. But she just remembers when I was a young right, child yeah. that I would refuse to touch an onion. And, you know, uh, your, your palate changes as you grow. And, you know, Aaron said that you're not children. And you're not, you know. You're, some of you are young, and that's great. And you're just getting started. But you all, there, there's also, like... There's a pivot point to that whole, like, I'm an adult now and I can make my own decisions. I can eat what I want because I'm an adult. That's very true. But also, because you're not a kid and your parents aren't forcing you to eat vegetables, so you don't want to eat a vegetable. I don't have to. I'm a grown man. All right. But also remember that you also have the the ability to be, you know, cognizant enough to be like, I am a smart adult and I need to eat these things to achieve my goals. I am deciding to do them. So keep that in mind. It kind of swings both ways, the whole, like, I don't have to do this. I'm grown. Also, like, I should do this because I'm smart and I'm grown. Like, yeah. just keep that in mind, guys. You can kind of, you can make these smart decisions for yourself as well. And, yeah, again, like, one of the, the biggest points of failure when it comes to eating is when you let yourself get really hungry and starve. Mm-hmm. And that means you're doing something wrong. you got to kind of reassess at that point. And, it, yeah, yeah, so like, eating vegetables is a way to add volume yeah. to your meals Stay satiated, stay full, mm-hmm. and also reap the rewards of the uh, the nutrients and the fiber. And stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, that was number one. Okay, eating your vegetables. You want to talk more about that? Join our private Facebook group, and I'll love to talk to you about that. More about that later. So, number two, going right down the list here. This is a big one. All right, this is one that hits hard with a lot of people. You keep buying your trigger foods. So let's get into that. Okay. I'm going to give you a little personal story here. One time I had a, a new client tell me about how they loved peanut M&Ms. You know, that is the best thing in the world. That's their favorite treat. You know, if they're going to have a cheap meal, that's what they want. Some M&Ms, all that good stuff. They had to have them. Um, I, and, you know, 
I'm, I am one of those personal trainers, one of those trainers in general that typically tries to say, yes, you have to experience some of your favorite foods. Yeah. You have to. I love pancakes, so I have to have pancakes every once in a while. I just have to, or I'm not happy. It's not worth right. the calories if I'm not actually getting some of the stuff I want. But again, there's also a point to where you have to realize, is this damaging me and really preventing me from my goals? So, but anyway, the guy, back to the peanut M&Ms, they're so good. You know, he couldn't stop thinking about them. It's the best thing in the world. He tried everything, right? He tried it all, saving them for the end of the week as a reward, eating them a little bit between meals, Mm -hmm. limiting them to just a handful a day. But no matter the strategy, he inevitably would just eat the whole freaking bag. Mm -hmm. All right. So here it is, guys. Here's what we came to. This is it. This, and, and, this may not excite you, but this is the solution. Stop buying them. Yeah. And I know that that's tough. That's another hard slap to the face because you love them, right? You love it. And, and me telling you to stop buying them is tough because, well, now I can't be happy. I can't have the thing I love the most. And kind of like Aaron was saying about palate and, and cutting back on the sugar and whatnot and kind of getting all that those urges into control, Eventually, there comes a point where you can start adding these things back in and you've taught yourself and you're smarter about it and you're more disciplined to where it is okay to start working them back in. And maybe at this point, you don't buy the big bag. You just buy the tiny like sharing bags and that's all you get for the, for the, yeah. the week or whatever it is, the weekend or whatever it might be. But the first initial thing that we, I had to do with this person to get them under control was tell them, you're not allowed to purchase them. Period. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't. He quit purchasing them. And guess what? It worked. It was the one strategy that worked. You know, I know that we live in a world, I'm a personal trainer, all right? And Eric or Aaron works in the fitness industry. Eric was his name. He we won't give any last names. But anyway, um Aaron works in the fitness industry as well. So I know that we live in an era where it's like, gotta fit it in your macros, right? We got macros, so if it fits, I'll eat it. You know, or you gotta find a way to fit your favorite foods into your, your calorie allotment. You know, or else your diet is broken and you're on some kind of eating disorder because I'm not allowed to eat my favorite foods and all this stuff. You know, like I said, most personal trainers, including myself, you know, stand by that rule of fitting your, yeah. your, the foods you love in your diet to make you happy. But certain foods undoubtedly cause you to overeat. It just make it's just that trigger food that causes you to want to eat more and more and more nonstop. Yeah. So then it's time to rebel, okay? You got to rebel against those personal trainers that are telling you to fit it in, all right? Because you can't forget this. Do not forget this. I am not talking to an office worker right now that wants to lose a quick 20 pounds to to just get their blood pressure under control or whatever. I am talking to a soon-to-be elite professional wrestler, which is what? An athlete. All right? So cutting those trigger foods out is how you actually keep a deficit going and train your brain to not be enslaved to the craving of that one particular food. All right. Most people have trigger foods. All right. And it's not a disorder. It's just being human. So if you think logically without emotions, you know, you should not invite that temptation into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Man, John, you're exactly right. So personal story here. Mm -hmm. I I love vanilla ice cream. And man, I found myself every night I Mm -hmm. would eat like a coffee mug, like full of vanilla ice cream. And I, I do the grocery mine in my family, so I would order it. So I yes, had to, yeah. we do pick up when we can, sure. but it's just easier sure. for us. Yeah. But I had to quit ordering it yeah. because I was like, if I don't, it's like, it has to be out of the house. And sure enough, uh, we order groceries, you know, night comes. I'm like, oh man, I want some vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realized I don't have any. I went to yeah. the freezer to go get it. I realized, <laughs> oh man, I didn't buy the yes. freaking vanilla ice cream. Yes. What am I going to do? 
So I had that craving. Yeah. Um, what I ended up doing is I got some frozen cherries. I bought some there frozen cherries for one of my shakes or something. Right. I put some of those in the coffee mug. Yeah. I put some milk in it. There you go. I like kind of made this. Yeah, yeah, like cherry, a like a mush or whatever yeah, you want to call stuff. it, slush or something. Yeah, yeah. Man, and it satisfied me. Yeah. Like the vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Now, now I had to replace that. So I'm saying, you know, you're cutting this out and you're going to have a craving. So you yes. may need to find a a healthier sure. replacement. But now. I really don't crave the ice cream anymore, and to be honest, I don't even do it at night. Yeah. I, I don't do the like the, need the sweet Anything. thing at, yeah, at yeah. night because it just fa- it just phased out, and that took me probably about a month really to get over because I was doing it so yes. much. Uh, but uh, you definitely can do that, and it sounds a little extreme when you're like, "Don't just yeah. don't buy it. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't even put it there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it definitely works. I, definitely absolutely, works. it's it it, it it's. I mean, you're exactly right, and it does. You can overcome it, like like Aaron was just saying. You know, after some time, really being committed and dedicated to it, you can actually get to the point to where you don't just nonstop crave it. Yeah. Well, and this is this is that one thing. You're yeah. not talking about every little thing. No, this is no, it, no. Like, this is the one thing that you yes. know. Like I know I will overeat that ice cream like this, crazy. That's so. what I'm saying, guys. I'm not telling you to cut out every good food from your life. Okay. Yeah. You know. I mean, hopefully you enjoy the the proteins and stuff as well. But like, I'm not saying cut every single food out of your life. I'm talking about that one big trigger, that thing that you just cannot withstand. It's your kryptonite. Yeah. If you're Superman. Like it's the thing that you just can't control, you can't withstand, and at that point, it's time to just get rid of it. All right, get rid of it until you can understand it, till you can be under control, and then maybe slowly introduce it back to your life. And like I said, like like if I was Aaron and and I then just, I had everything under control and I wanted to introduce ice cream back into my life, I might start by buying just like the pints yeah. instead of the the half gallons or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know that's just a way to think about this, guys. But if it's if if you are Telling everyone that you're trying everything, but part of your everything is buying that big bag of M&Ms and trying to fit it in, but then always just finishing the bag in two or three days as opposed to the full week or whatever it might be, then you're not trying everything. You're not trying hard enough. Yeah. All right, guys. So, hey, real quick, before we get to the last one, I want you to share your favorite episode of this podcast, please. It helps us out tremendously. There's got to be an episode out there that you think your friends list could benefit from or someone in your life, be it a seasoned pro or a brand new pro wrestler, could benefit from. So please subscribe to this podcast. It is free on every single platform that you can get your podcast listening to. We've got over a year's worth of episodes. I think this is episode 53. So you got plenty of episodes out there to pick from. Please go like, subscribe to our podcast, and share your favorite episode. We'll keep this sucker for free forever. All right, guys. So I got one more for you today, and I and I let's let's dive into it because um, it might need a little more explaining. But it's it's still another one of those ones that I just get hit with so hard. Number three, all right, is you feel entitled to faster progress. All right, no patience at all. So I've met many people who've kept gaining fat despite how hard they tried to lose it. And then when we work together and they suddenly begin losing some weight, um, an unfortunate thing happens. They freak out because it takes too long. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the, oh, it's, it's like a razor's edge where you're frustrated because you're seeing no progress. And then all of a sudden you, you're introduced to someone that gives you progress. And then you're frustrated because even though you're getting progress now, fast it's not fast enough. enough. Yeah. All right. So, you know, 
they begin making some consistent progress, but then they get super disappointed because it wasn't more dramatic, right? Losing half, you know, to one pound per week was apparently too slow, even though they were once part of the overwhelming statistic of adults on a continuous path of weight gain. All right, so if you're you're on that path forever where you just can't seem to do anything, you're stagnant or you're worse, maybe gaining weight in the mm-hmm. wrong ways, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're making some progress, but now you're frustrated because it's not enough progress. You know, I get it, all right? I get it. It can feel like you're working so much harder than everyone else, yet everyone else is having those epic transformations, but you don't truly know, you know, the time and sacrifice that someone else puts in, right? If, you know, even if you think you do. So trust me, like when you're looking online and stuff, most people are only posting the really good stuff. They're only posting, most people, everyone really, is only posting the really good stuff, the, 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 the awesome progress photos and whatnot. You, you don't actually know the brutal amount of sacrifice that they probably had to make to get to that point. So furthermore, you know, the industry of pro wrestling, you know, it's filled with, with the promise of instant results, right? Because all we're seeing is the, the main events of WrestleMania and the Monday Night Raws and all these great, just amazing things and these awesome athletes. And you think that just signing up to be an indie wrestler and going to some high school gyms and wrestling and whatnot is going to get you there. You're not seeing the the countless hours of CrossFit that Becky Lynch does. Yeah. You know what I mean? That Seth Rollins does. Um, you know, and marketing maybe is partly to blame, but you can't let your expectations develop into this this entitlement. That's the best way to put it. Like this this entitlement that you need faster results. Mm-hmm. Like and 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 I'm we're specifically talking about like diet and exercise right now, but that's that's that does go with pro wrestling, which is who we're talking to. A lot of pro wrestlers ask me, you know, well, how long before I make it? And I'm like, Oof, like what kind of question is that? How do you yeah. expect me to answer that? I have no answer for someone saying how long from training to world heavyweight champion. You know, like there's there's no set timeline for that, guys, you know. Um I mean, there's just no way to answer that question. It's a tough one, but you can't immediately get entitled and expect to get there easy. All right? You have to put in some really hard work and I, I promise the people that are there, they've put in that really hard work. So Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Exercising and eating, you know, better are good for you. That's undeniable. Um pursuing fitness and setting goals are great too. But, you know, remember that fitness and healthy eating and nutrition and pro wrestling doesn't really owe you anything, all right? You have to put the work in. And if that means, you know, eating some vegetables and leaving the M&Ms, you know, on the shelf at the grocery store next time you go, that is what you got to do, right? That is what you got to do. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with just saying, like, the entitlement, like, I need to lose it faster Mm -hmm. is... People always want it. They think it's just going to be linear. It's just going to be a straight yeah. line down. Yes. And, man, fat loss, muscle building, yes. fitness yes. in general, getting healthy is not yeah. that way. No. It has ups and downs. But as long as you're consistent yep. and it is trending the right direction with if we're talking fat loss is down, you know, sure. losing the body fat, then you're moving the right way. Yes. So you have to – Man, I, I used to have some people that would want to weigh like every day, right? Yeah. And they would freak out yes. about it. Yeah, yeah, same. And then we'd have some people that wouldn't want to weigh at all. Right. And, you know, we, we had to find a strategy that worked for them. Most of the people that wanted to weigh every day would, you know, like, oh, man, I gained a pound. Yes. And I'm like, you're fine. You'll lose it here in just a minute. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Did you drink your coffee? Have you taken a yes. dump? You'll yes. be okay, man. You'll be okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
Um, it, so, but it, so you're going to have ups and downs with it, right? right. I, every day, you know, if you wait, I'm, I, I bet you I would have at least probably a three to five pound fluctuation in my weight throughout the day, just Absolutely. based on how much water I'm drinking and kind of the part of the day. Yeah. So, just, just keep that in mind. It's not linear, and you got to get that out of your head. And really, as a pro, that and especially the way we we taught yeah. i mean you're training hard you're trying to make sure you have a long career taking care of your yes. body this is the you know the same thing you you have to make sure it's going to be consistent this is for the long haul and the health of you being able to be a yeah. pro wrestler for a long time absolutely that's absolutely right so that's it guys are you ready to get your diet under control you may tell everyone year after year that you're ready to lose fat once and for all but before you say it again, I want you to reflect on the list that we just talked about today. There is nothing on this podcast that was truly groundbreaking or unreasonable, right? But if any of those things struck a chord with you, then you're probably not ready for that fat loss, right? None of this stuff that I said today is like revolutionary, but you may not have been thinking about it. And if now, maybe hopefully we suddenly kind of gave you the wake-up call that you needed. Never forget, though, this is the most important thing, and we've said it before, but you never forget why you started, and you never forget what you are. You are a professional athlete, and it is time to start acting like one. Yes. All right. So join our private Facebook group, guys. Head on over to Facebook. Type in at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Join that private group. Talk about your meals. Talk about your nutrition. Tell me what that trigger food for you is and what you're probably going to try to leave on the shelf next time you go grocery shopping. All right? Thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it. <laughs>